Champagne Soccer, the whole crew is here, the best five-a-side in the podcast world. Preseason is still rocking. MLS is in high effect. Messi's here. Scoring game winners. The Women's World Cup is in full effect. It's a lot of things going on. How's it going, y'all? Very interesting time in the sport. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Hey, man. For sure, for sure. Let's let's start real quick with the Women's World Cup. As y'all know, the U.S. ladies are trying to win their third straight tournament. That's never happened in the men and women's game. And we started off the World Cup with a historical battle against Vietnam, you know? Nothing like football, you know, being used to rematch a war, you know? That's real old school. But uh, we got him out the way 3-0. Shout out to Sophia Smith. She got a brace. Uh, Marcus, how did you feel about the ladies' first match they could have dropped more on them, but uh, they looked a little rusty. But a uh, great start to the tournament. Um, they looked dominant in spurts, uh, but like I, you said, they should have scored more. Um, I, I mean, I, hopefully they get it together quick because didn't they play? They played today or yesterday? I missed it, but um, I mean, they need to. They need. To, be on top of their game because I thought England showed outside. I mean, I thought England would look kind of weak in their first game as well because they showed that they were um like they only had one striker, the uh, taller lady. I'm not f- familiar with her name, but they all they did was just play balls up to her in the box, and um when she got subbed off, they pretty much lost their um their attacking juice. Um, I think low key, I think Haiti might actually get some points. Outside, I mean, in this in their group because like they're a young group and they can they're kind of feisty, so they were kind of decent on the counter attack. So I think they could probably get a draw, but um, I do think this is kind of like for Germany, for Germany, France, England, and the U.S. to win. I think those they already kind of stood out, and even kind of the pundits were saying the same, similar thing. So yeah, that's what that's what I thought so far about the Women's World Cup. For sure. Ephraim, what are your thoughts so far? Hey, Marcus, just to let you know you have missed – you did not miss the second game yet. They play tomorrow, I think, at 9 uh, East Coast time. Yes, um, against the Netherlands. Against the Netherlands, yep. Um, yeah, I was uh, – I was. I watched the whole U.S. game. I haven't been able to watch a lot of the other ones yet. Uh, but I did watch – make sure to watch that whole U.S. game. And uh, – yeah, to Marcus's point, I mean, to both of y'all's points, I mean, they looked a little sloppy. They could have been better. I think even um, uh, Alex Morgan said something about how how they need to play better, especially when they play, uh, um, no offense to Vietnam, of course, but when they play much better teams. They could have easily been like five or six nil uh, uh, U.S. to Vietnam. So, um, but I like, I like the chances. Um, I think they'll get it together. I think they'll be sharper. Uh, against better, better uh, opponents. I think they're going to cruise out of this group for the most part. Um, the only opposition I see, maybe England, the host country, could could be posed a threat, uh, at least Australia, more so than New Zealand. Um, although, shout out to New Zealand for, for getting their first uh, 
getting that goal and that and that upset win against Norway like, in the first game. But um, yeah, that's really all I see is is, is a uh, a serious threat to the U.S. Um, France, yeah, they they drew with Jamaica, but they're usually a much better team uh, than what they what they showed. So. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm USA all the way. Still, I haven't seen anything away from my uh, uh, what my prediction was. For sure, Cletus. What are your thoughts on the World Cup so far, and your German ladies? Because they seem to be in a transitional period, right? Meine Deutsche Freunde gewinnen. Yeah, they won six nil. Honestly, I was going into the tournament thinking it might be flat, but. You know, it's always good when Germany comes out swinging, scoring a lot of goals early in the tournament, builds a lot of confidence. Um, I watched part of the France game. Honestly, I was very disappointed. It was it wasn't as creative as they've been in the past. So a lot of, you know, mostly long balls trying to win corners at the back post. Um, and Jamaica, I guess, you know, posed some some threat to them. So I guess maybe it's like a first game, you know, nervousness, jitter, but I expect them to go, you know, at that group as well. But at the moment, I think they're tied um, in second place. So if they don't win their next game, it might get spooky for France. Hey, man, you already know they got Harvard. He he using Afcon tactics out there, Marcus. <laughs> There's a lot of corners. He using the low ball. Hey, some sisters to go run for the ball. Hey, man, he got a chance. Play you you hear that Germany got a recent mother on the squad. Uh is she playing big minutes? Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Um, you know, I think she might be there for the moral support, the fitness thing. But I'll be surprised if they let her on the pitch. I don't know if the doctor's gonna clear that. We there's already enough going on behind the women's world cup right now with the allegations of, you know, with some stuff. But we, yeah, let's focus on the football right now. You don't need that mid-match. Hey, man, before we jump off this, though, I would say shout-out to the uh, them Jamaican ladies, though. Um, they got a Liverpool uh, player on there. It's uh, Alicia Swanson, I think her name is. And she she rode the bench right now, but she's still young. She's like 17. So, hey, man, shout-out. I like, I like seeing all my Liverpool ladies transitioning, you know, to the top stage. So, shout-out, man. For sure, for sure. Anthony, have you seen anything interesting in the Women's World Cup so far? And if so, uh, if not, uh, what are your thoughts overall on the tournament so far? And the time difference and all that, because the 16 hours is crazy. Hey, man. Well, i got to be honest. I must be the only guy on the panel who hasn't caught a match. Actually, I caught the New Zealand and Australia matches, the re the replays, because of the 16-hour difference. Yeah, hey. Um, but looking forward to watching Japan Costa Rica tonight at one one p one a.m. You know what I'm saying? I'll be up finishing writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm a night owl. You know, come on. So I'll catch that three thirty a.m. Spain Zambia. Not watching Canada Republic of uh Ireland eight a.m. May see me, but I'll definitely be catching that USA versus Netherlands. Um, I'm excited. You know. <laughs> I'll pay attention after the group stage because we're definitely <laughs> making it out of it. Shout out to my Brazilian women for smoking Panama 4-0. They were playing so well. I had to Google who their coach was. I thought, hey, man, Denise is bringing back relationism. 
was like, hey, man, do they have a type Brazilian women coach? Nah, some Swedish lady. So, uh, yeah, salute to Brazil, man, and, and that and that, and that that uh, Viking lady coaching them. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on to uh, something Cletus is keeping his eye on because his boys, Chelsea, they in the U.S. Second Division Cup. Who are you guys playing, Brighton? You guys be playing all the low joints, man. What's going on, Cletus? Don't 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 put a cup to it, man. We're just on tour, on preseason tour across the United States, marketing ourselves like Todd wants. Okay, but you know, so far so good. The game against Brighton was very competitive. I'll say that. Um, I think it it was a it was a tie game, honestly. But all around, like, play-wise, very high intensity. Um, one thing I'll say is Brighton looks very much in shape. They look like they're ready to go for it this season. Um, they look very confident. And then in Chelsea's aspect, it was good to see us, you know, playing a little bit more direct, have more one-twos, trying to play through the middle, you know, trying to get players on the wing more involved instead of just going from side to side. So it was a really good game. And – I'll be there on Sunday the 30th. We play Fulham, but I might be there at like 8 a.m. because I want to catch, you know, the guys in traffic. And I want to catch everybody in traffic, to be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> Were you going to be on Chelsea Fan TV looking straight? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also trying to talk to Mitomo. You know, I'm trying to talk to the guys. Lacelso, I think, or what is his name? I keep forgetting his name. Um don't these brothers need translators? Hmm. Hey, man. Vato, como estas? You know? Hey, man. I don't know hey. if you can call him a Vato, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. And say, how you doing? Hey, man. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, man. If you know the demographic <laughs> in this area, this, I'm in the previously MS-13 community. Yeah, those are El Salvadorians. I think the Vatos are the Mexicans, man. That's California. Hey, man. It's all the same lingo. It's all the same lingo. I don't know. But, but, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to that, you know, getting having the whole Premier League players out here, having, you know, the fan experience, seeing them train and stuff like that. You know, I enjoy that. You know, like the skills challenge. Good time, you know. I still haven't posted a videos from that joint. Hey, man. What was that guy's name again from AFTV, the body popper? Shout out to E. That guy is crazy, man. How did he lose his flow like that, Marcus on Ice Ice Baby? I mean, I mean Rice Rice Baby. That's another story for another day. Anthony, how is Man City looking on tour? I think you guys are doing your thing in Japan. Uh, you know, the press is sketching out Pep, Cancelo. They talking about my man is looking sick in practice, working his heart out, trying to trying to get another chance. How you how you feeling about City's tour so far, bro? Feeling good. Um I can't say nothing else without, you know, you already mentioned my man Cancelo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's back, unwanted, but he's back. Shout out to our number seven. Yeah, he can play left and right back. You know what I'm saying? Maybe able to play left and right wing. You know what I'm saying? If necessary. Yeah, I saw a brother say, hey, man. They was like, hey, man. Because Salo is a traditional winger in a 4-4-2. is going to go crazy. I said, hey, man, what year is this? 4-4-2 again? 
But hey, you never know. Pep, hey, man. He, he has used 442 in recent years. So you never know. I don't think it'll be the main default formation, but I know he's always thinking of creative ways to get the team to another level. Again, here we we're we're a, a panel of of scientists for the game, you know what I'm saying? We we gotta get away from the numbers. Yeah, it may be a four four two, but in attack and defense, it may be different. It may be it may be the uh what is it, the MW still? You know what I'm saying? You never know. Like it, it could it could be formatted in a different way. And if nobody's buying Cancelo, this is a business. They're not about to not use him. He's just gonna have to learn know his place on the bench and be like, hey man, you know what happened last year? You got kind of you got out of pocket, we shipped you off, we won the treble. So relax, wear number seven, get assists, maybe get some goals, make some nice passes, and we'll win. Just shut up. We need that skill. Don't, don't, don't do nothing else. Nobody wants you. You know what I'm saying? You can't even go to Barcelona. They still owe us for Fran Torres. We're not giving you to them. You know, real talk. Like that's another, yeah, Saudi, they they not getting you. They don't want you. So it's good to see Cancelo may be here to stay. Um formation wise. I ain't even gonna put no press no buttons on Pep. We're gonna see what we see because he's gonna tweak stuff in the middle. We haven't even got uh Vardio yet. Yeah, what's going on with that, man? What's what's hey, where's man. the money? Hey, y'all talk to y'all, man. Uh y'all was bidding 90 what? million for Declan Rice. Where's the money for Guardio, man? I mean, when you got Mr. Pivotal, a key, I hear we trying to sign him to a long a long-term extension, you know, pay him more. I mean, and John Stones, he just got a goal in the, in our last match. Yeah, like, what, what are we talking about now? So other players may have to <laughs> sixty five mil plus add ons may have to be it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't trying. <laughs> yeah, hey, we may man, not. You can't do that, man. <laughs> and all, everybody else says he's the best young center back in the world. Somebody in City well, not evaluating them like that. Best left-footed center back. That's that's or, what they be trying see, to say. Yeah, now we got to narrow it down more. Yeah, because the best yeah. overall center back, I think the streets still might say it's Saliba. I don't know. Man, I don't or is it the Arsenal streets? But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm watching. You guys are under surveillance. I think we actually play, we play Bayern, I think, tomorrow morning. Yeah. Clay, is this true? Yeah, we just landed out there. Um, we got a game against Shaw coming up. Them boys are desperate too. Hey, what are you guys doing, man? You guys brought back Grandpa Hankis, brought back the OGs to come to work. And what signings have y'all had since then? Hey, we're trying to do the media thing, the marketing thing, hmm. you know, the reunion thing. Come on, United be doing this every every season, every preseason. Is this what the mighty Bayern Munich is now emulating? Manchester United? Hey. This is our yearly, you know, players, player announcements, little preseason friendly game, and then they go on tour. It's calm, you know. We're just trying to do new things to keep generating that revenue. What's going on with Harry Kane, man? I see you guys are finally convincing Mane to get the hell out of there. Congrats, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm I, I could care less if he stays or go, but you know, the Kane thing, I'm not pleased about the the contract that is being offered. 
But, you know, we are definitely welcoming Harry Kane if he walks through that door. Minimum should be a three-year contract. Or maximum should be a three-year contract, honestly. Yeah. With the with the options to sign an additional after, you know, the the two years. See how you do the first two years. Yeah, that, that's disrespectful, man. He's, he'll stay in Tottenham another year. Uh, Ephraim, how are you feeling? United tour? You guys are looking all right, man. I haven't lost yet, but real quick, <laughs> Messi watch. He scored again. He scored today, so he's got his second goal in Inter Miami colors or whatever. So he should, he should go crazy in this league. This is about to be a, a walkthrough, man. <laughs> he really should. Like when he scored that goal, when he scored that game winning goal the other day, like you knew that was going to be dangerous when he when he's uh, stepped up for a free kick. So. But uh, but Especially anyway, when yeah. the ladies are watching, shout out to Kim Kardashian, Serena Williams, all the ladies out there. You know you got to do it for them. You have to, even yeah. though he don't talk, he knows. Yeah, hey, interpreter, go tell them this. So I can go to holler at uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, Where are you guys on on tour at right now? Are you from? Uh, so we split our squad up. So we got the youngsters playing tonight against Wrexham. Uh, I think the only the only senior squad member is going to be Johnny Evans with that group, apparently. <laughs> I know, right? And then the uh, the rest of the squad is going to Houston to go play Real Madrid. Uh, and then the last game of this tour is going to be in uh, in Vegas to play Dortmund. And then I think there's one more match. I can't remember if it's in Old Trafford or somewhere else. But there's one more match before the season starts as well. Uh, back in England or back on that side of, of the pond. But uh yeah, we're looking good so far. Beat Lyon, uh, beat Leeds and then beat Arsenal so far. So um, you know, so far Ten Hag is there's me shit, but Ten Hag is uh, undefeated in preseason, two seasons in preseason so far. Um team looks a lot different as far as like how they're pressing, how they're playing in, in a way. Um I think I'm not saying I don't want to sit here and predict that we're going to be a lot more dangerous, but you know uh, we still need a striker to Clay's uh, point in the uh, in the chat earlier. Still need a striker. We need to score more goals. Um, we got Jaden Sancho playing at a false nine right now. He actually looks pretty decent though uh, playing in that position. He only scored one goal, but he looks decent in that position. Uh, so I guess he's showing that could be an option coming up this season. Um, yeah, uh, Mason Mount looks decent. Uh, like, you know, his pressing looks really good. Uh, he drops down deep in the midfield to receive the ball a lot. Um, so he looks kind of looks like a double pivot sometimes with uh, Casemiro or whomever. Kobe Mainu, uh, young Englishman's making waves in the preseason, so he's looking good. Um, he could be an alternative if we want to save some money and don't go after uh, other midfielders. Um, young kid named Gore. So he may look like he could take, um, um, you know, Bruno Fernandez is not necessarily his place, but be a, a good substitution for him if he makes a senior squad. Um, but yeah, other than that, we look nice, man. I, I like the way we look. Uh, Wama Saka looks like he's uh, attacking more now. Um, at least right now it does. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But he's getting up there. He's getting in the final third a lot more. Wama Saka, be a man and play for Congo already. All right, I don't think England's mm-hmm. gonna call you, man. Just nah. earn it in and play for Congo. We waiting for you in Afcon, man. Not unless he shows some like attacking acumen, then yeah, I agree with that. He has and it, oh, he has to display some like Kieran Tierney and not Kieran Tierney. That's Arsenal. 
uh, what's his name? Um, Kyle, Trippier. not Kyle Walker either. Kyle Walker, yeah, Kyle Walker's one. Yeah, Trippier, uh, Reese James. Trippier, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Karen Tripper is what I meant to say. And Alexander Arnold, hey, man, just exactly. go, man. He's got a long way to go, exactly. So, but yeah, overall, United look good. I'm confident. Let's do it. For sure, for sure. I'll be brief with the Arsenal tour. They've been, you know, underwhelming, had a draw against Nuremberg, smoked the MLS All-Stars 5-0. I'm sure we'll get into that a little more during Marcus's MLS minute. Lost to uh, United 2-0, went to a penalty shootout, even though United won. I don't know what the hell that was, but yeah, got smoked in the penalty shootout as well, so that was fun. Next, they play Barcelona. I've been seeing Stan Kroenke and Josh. They've been pulling up, watching the team. Arteta's smiling, asking for more money. They said, hey, nigga, you better start selling some players. They got Balogun training by himself because the boy wants to leave. He put he put brown highlights in his hair, Marcus. I don't know what y'all did to that guy. Or who he thinks he is, but uh hanging with Weston McKinney that you see. Oh uh, yeah. Well, he said the last two months are the best moments in his life. So hey, get off my club, okay? Please hurry up. Juventus, somebody drop a bag. But uh Marcus, how you feeling about the Liverpool tour so far, preseason overall? Appreciate you leaving us for last, because this isn't the best for last. This part one of the tour, it's in Germany. <clears throat> and um, I will say this. Okay, first, let's give you the positives. Um, you want one Basaka, you probably won't have to worry about Trent and right back no more. This is the evolve. This is the evolve, as Klopp said. People had to, it couldn't be, we can't keep standing in time where it's people still on stand can develop. And he stood on that this year. Hendo gone. Fab is gone. So Trent is playing the six right now. <laughs> it's 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 not it's 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 like a dude who who's still learning it. He don't know when to turn. He don't know when to make this make his his type of passes. Um and also he um he just he just not being as creative as he as he is when he had open space at the right back position. I think with Thiago, when he uh, he just came back to training, that'll help us. But um, as far as the preseason goes, our attacking front is looking amazing, okay? Darwin is looking like he got friends, so he know how to connect. Salah is um, being the big brother right now, okay? He he he. It, right now, I'm not gonna lie. If Johnson can stay healthy, low key, bro, gonna be up there in the top ten for some Formido type joint. Like oh, and um, Mackie McAllister, he looked good. Um, Salvisa, he got I heard, so he didn't play the other day. We just played the other day. We went four four. We were real leaky. Matup needs to go. Matup looks so confused. Team that wasn't even in the Bundesliga. He let Julian Green press him. Yes, if you're a USA with Jurgen Klinsmann, yeah, know about that. Julian Green, we flipped him from Germany. They can have him back. 
but that brother was out there pressing Matt to <laughs> and gotta go. What do you have to say, Dan? Hey man, that brother, I ain't seen him since like 2017, 2018. When you put his pick, <laughs> when you put his pick in the chat, I was weak. I was like, hey man, why is hey. he running down on y'all like that? Hey. He was playing like his career's on the line. He I feel like he was offended. Y'all didn't call him to the gold cup. He was like, hey, man, I can't get a call to that. It's all uh, for you and Brooksy. Hey, last time I seen him was at the with the World Cup that was in uh, Brazil. Mm, last hey, time. Hey, That's hey, when they hey, called him up, hey, I think. 2014. 2014, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's it. Because he was a guaranteed starter. He came in and started right away. He's so, AKA, to me, AKA, he was what Pepe Pepe is for a bird halter. Okay, okay, yep. But to uh, up our preseason, we got a next leg. I think it's in Asia, some are maybe in Japan. We we playing um Leicester on Sunday next, and then we're gonna end it off with Bayern Munich. Uh, we have to buy another center back. That dude for Spurs, they didn't finish that deal. I think our um I think we need to flip him. And um we need we need to get another we need to get a real defensive midfielder. We need a defensive midfielder that's ready to step in and start in the Premier League. Like I understand we got connected with Rati. He's too old. We need somebody that's like in that peak age with what clock like 26 uh, to 29. And yeah, Lavia. I want him, but he 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 still got some holes in his game. But yeah, we got to get this together. Joe Gomez, um, playing right back. Connor playing um right back. So like I said, we we swapping Trent out, bro. Get ready, bro. For sure. Speaking of a person that a team wants to swap out, PSG is working hard to try to sell Kylian Mbappe. Looks like Al Halal offered 300 million euros for a one-year deal to potentially give him 700 plus million for one year so that he can play in Saudi Arabia and then go to Real Madrid for free next year. I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, it's still early. Cletus, what are your thoughts on this stuff, man? Man, free Killian, you know, to be quite honest, He's not, he can't be forced to go to Saudi. At the end of the day, the player has to agree to the terms and condition. And there's a lot that goes in the background. So I feel like right now, PSG is just uh, flexing their muscle because they've done the same thing with Neymar in the past, trying to make them, you know, the bad kid because they're not getting their way as an organization. But sooner or later, they're going to see those ticket numbers go down, jersey sales go down. And although, you know, they're rich and all, money still speaks volume to them. So they're going to have to either accept a bid from Madrid sooner or later. And I think Madrid is playing the smart game because they have a player that obviously wants to come to them and PSG is going to have to lower their selling price. So quite honestly, I feel like the ball is still in Kylian and, and uh, Madrid's court. What do you think about it, Marcus? Killy, killy. Yeah, killy, killy. Man. How can Kelly sit on a bench for a year, bro? I don't know if he can do that, to be quite honest, because, like, take away – I don't know. I don't know if that impacted his game. Like, I can't re really remember 
that like if he had an injury, yeah, but if you just sitting on the bench or just sitting and just training with the under 21s, how you gonna like know that you're gonna still have the same type of form when you do come back and play for Madrid? It might here, you might be out there looking like Hazard. So like I don't think that's a good look. But that crazy ass deal is if that is a one year deal, I mean I understand why PSG trying to do it, but if I'm Kelly, I'm just I just buck. I just tell PSG I'm just gonna res, uh, respect the uh the contract and just come play for him for a year. That's the deal. Like just play a year, bro. I mean, just, and just fake an injury maybe in January and don't play no more. I mean, that's what I would do. Come on now. You know the Saudis and France are gonna have to go to war if that happens. I mean, That's hold on, right? Ain't the aren't the owners of PSG South? Nah, Qatar. Uh, Qatar? I think they're Qatar. Yeah, I think they're Qatar. Yeah. I was about to say they... inside deal. <laughs> I mean, I told you that the World Cup was an inside deal for Messi and the PSG guys. Mm. That's what it was. Six penalties in a World Cup, and you playing for the. For the same team that owns and owns your rights, yeah, owns your rights and is hosting the event. Hey, man, I'm I'm gonna ask a few questions. It's only right. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. I feel like even even with the squad that PSG has right now, which I think is really good, like seeing Asensio today, I was like, oh wow, I forgot he's on PSG now. You have to like incorporate somebody like Mbappe into that team because now, like, if you pull him out. You're missing about 20 goals in the league off rep. You know, you're losing all the goals and all the assists in the Champions League. What, like, what real threat are you about to propose this season if you take out the best player in the world? And he is still the best player in the world. Hey, bro, it might be Neymar's team then. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they, they try to push Neymar out, but they couldn't do it. So now they're stuck with him. They were trying to say it was Mbappe's team. They were trying to go with Mbappe, and now look where they're at. And now they're trying to trying to reverse the roles. Yeah, it's I I I kind of feel like how Marcus feels about it. I think it, it may be in his best interest since he's not going to go over to uh go over to Saudi Arabia. It might be in his best interest to go ahead and just play the season. That way he can be stay in form. You know, uh, I I don't know about. Faking an injury or not, <laughs> but uh, but I think definitely yeah, like staying, huh? Definitely faking that injury. <laughs> I, feel you, I feel you, but but still, at least stay in form for a little while, right? Uh, yeah, even if even if you have little injuries throughout the season, if if, if you want to fake injuries, you know maybe you, have, you know a hamstring here and a, you know a toe there, you know to kind of like not have to worry about playing every single match. But yeah, I think he needs I think he needs to play at some point. I, I think maybe staying with Paris. Playing for them a little bit this season might be in his best interest to kind of keep himself going, uh, and then yeah, make that move to Madrid because they are they are coming, they are they are knocking. Um, so yeah, man, I I don't blame him for either way. If he wants to go over to uh, Saudi and and play for a season and get that bag, more power to him. If he wants to stay in PSG and you know play and 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 ride that that contract out, go for it. You know so. Yeah, man, it's gonna be an interesting uh, next couple months or next month to see what he does. Do you guys think 
Kylian Mbappe is limiting himself by only focusing on Real Madrid? No. No. Because a lot of players have done that, have done that. A lot of players have like voiced their ultimate goal, their ultimate dream is to go to Real Madrid. I mean, look at look at uh play this boy Ronaldo, uh Cristiano Ronaldo. He he was very vocal when he left uh Manchester United the first time about where he wanted to go and what his dream was. Um so no, I don't think so. I think he's doing he's living his best life. I think he's going to where he really like he a team that he grew up watching, he wants to play for, he's good enough to play for that wants him as well. Oh no, nah, I don't think so at all. Marcus, when you have Erlen Haaland winning the treble, breaking the Premier League record for goals in a season, winning the European Golden Boot, he is the guy that people are talking about for the Ballon d'Or along with Messi. Does it look right for Mbappe to focus on PSG for one more season or should he just move on? Oh, you yeah, you missed it. I actually said yeah, I'm at, yeah, I I want I, that's why I wanted to rephrase it a little differently. Like because of we all know now Mbappe Holland is about to be Magic Bird 2.0. Okay, mm-hmm. the whites <laughs> the, the whites are with Holland, the blacks are with Mbappe. The race war is gonna pop off. Who's the best player in the world? Can you really sit at PSG for another year or go to Saudi Arabia? Or does he just have to look straight and go now to Real Madrid by any means necessary? Um, I had said I had said that um I think that it might be in his best interest if he don't want to go to Saudi, that he might have to just buck on PSG and say shit under my contract. And he played he played a couple games. He faked like he got a hamstring injury. He take three months off, play a couple more games. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I didn't know you was being that dangerous, though. Yeah. Hey. Trying to move because... like Vince Carter, right? Exactly, because I don't know if you can pull the Virgil Van Dyke because that was to a lower club. Like, Southampton, go wrong. PSG already don't shows you they call. Make money off you one way or another. I'll sell you like so like to me unless he gonna like can he buy himself out can he pull the young scooter boss up like that <laughs> it's a lot of money to buy himself out oh, it's not yeah. like the hazard hazard they were ready to cash him out this one's a little different like in the money whole, back. but my okay then my question is because you you more of our research guy who it, will will Madrid even be able to sign him this season, or do they have to get him on the? Free? Uh, they want to get him on the free because last time they submitted a transfer bid, last year they offered two hundred million. PSG turned it down, so after that they're like, "All right, we're not trying to go over that." It's one year left on the contract. They'd rather get him for free, obviously, because they need to invest more in their club. Mbappe knows that, too. And, you know, he don't want to help PSG balance their books because they can be another potential rival in the Champions League. Why would I give them $300 million so they can rebuild this team faster? 
it, it does make sense to leave for free, fuck up their money, <laughs> and then help <laughs> Real Madrid have more money to make moves. So I get it. I kind of wish that there were more options for Mbappe because, yeah, I hear y'all with Real Madrid, but yeah, I wish Barcelona had money. I wish the Bundesliga wasn't dead so Bayern could look in. I wish Arsenal wasn't broke so we could look in. I wish there was more options because... I wish we was in the Champions League. Yeah, And then exactly. the rumor wouldn't have been dead. Yeah, like, I mean, I wish there was more options for him. Hey, even Chelsea, I wish y'all was in the Champions League. Give that nigga more options. Y'all was trying to sign him a decade ago. Gave him the number 10 shirt and all that. Now all he has is Real Madrid is because the sport of soccer is kind of in a weird place right now. But uh, we can get into that right now, um, transitioning out of the Mbappe talk. I had a question, and it's about who owns the sport. As we see, Saudi Arabia has brought their financial influence into the game, and they're trying to change the way we view these players because, you know, legacy talk is a big thing when we talk about these guys and one reason why I think Mbappe is hesitant to go to Saudi Arabia is how would it look when I've been playing in the French league, which is considered the fifth best league in the world this past year in Europe, they were seventh in terms of how they perform in the continental competitions. And now I'm going to Al-Halal. They didn't even qualify for the Asian champions league. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? So I think, we know who owns, who do you guys think owns the sport of soccer in general? Investment funds. Investment funds, really. I mean, regardless if they're from Saudi Arabia, the U.S., I mean, the U.S. has tons of investment funds that that are, uh, that own teams, whether they're uh, soccer teams or basketball teams. Hell, even, you know, you've seen, I know you've seen it, Dan, like the NBA players been choking around about, come get me. Draymond yeah, Green, because those boys, Dane. those boys yeah, are prostitutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those right. boys are prostitutes. They said Draymond Green was the nastiest one. Anthony, he said the ink on my contract didn't dry yet. Come yeah. and get me, yeah. <laughs> batch. Hey, I like the yeah, Giannis though. LeBron? He said, you talking Giannis, about LeBron? Giannis said, well, I don't just like him. <laughs> LeBron. Now LeBron did say Draymond something like Green. that though. He basically said, "I my last." He said, "You can like." Uh, um, I'm not going to say it the right way, but basically, you know, like before his son get in the league, give him some money, you know, let's get, let's get it in. Yeah. Giannis said, I look like Mbappe. I look can like I him. get money? Al Halal said, you can be a fan boy. We don't care about basketball over here. <laughs> yeah. Draymond Green said, my ink's not even dry on my contract yet. So hook me up. Hey, so, yeah. man, we don't need, we don't need aggressive men in the middle East. Okay. <laughs> they, hey, we got enough, right? Yeah. Uh, but hey, not, nah. uh, What's up with hate the hate the pivot, but what's up with Marcus, uh, your boy, uh, Fabinho, man? You know, I don't think that Saudi move is for family men. Yeah, hey, they try to put on the dogs. Now they're saying it's something else. Hey, bro, he got to go. The rebuild. Who? Who? who Fabinho or the dogs? Fabinho gotta go. Hendo gotta go. Hey, they man, you said you said you needed a real DM that can play right now. Yeah. Bring Fabinho back, man. He can't no, go. No, 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 no. Tifo got a video that I'm supporting. Yeah, shout out to Fabinho. We trying to win. We trying to get back to the Champions League, bro. 
Go ahead, go get us 40 million. Let the baby, let the baby come six months later. Mbappe take that contract. Oh yeah, all them boys taking that contract, man. We flying them out there on the coach to get that medical. <laughs> it's a sick flight, man. Go link up with Stevie G. And he go link up with Nuno. Hey man. Fabinho Freedom, man. Hey Marcus, didn't you send us didn't you send us information that the Saudi uh what is it, third division or fifth division is looking for players? Hey man. I think uh I think it's five of us right here that could, you know, move over there for some money. Coaching. This is awesome. How the, how the taxes being broken down, man? That's what you gotta ask yourself. How are the taxes being? Because I looked at that, I was like, okay, get two hundred thousand a year. I'm an American citizen. Half of that's gone. What's the Saudi Arabia tax? Well, no, hold on. What was that Mbappe uh, cut? Shit, it didn't look like uh, it was that. He's much. a French citizen. They can cook their paperwork differently. You know, America needs that forty five percent of that money immediately. How, how quick can we flip this? That's why NBA players don't want to play in Canada. They get taxed twice by the Canadian government and the American government. You don't think Saudi wants some of that change back too? It's, it's that's not. why they said we'll give you a car and a house. You got to. They gonna give you know, room and board. Yeah, they will give you. You got to pay for your food. You gonna give us some of that in taxes? Can't hit no gas or nothing out here. You got to look straight. Hey man, it's it's different, man. You ready for fourth division football, Anthony? Two left feet going out there? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, you see? Imagine imagine the Wi-Fi in Saudi Arabia, man, too. I know that joint be hitting sometimes, but hey. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that out there. But I'll be happy to. <laughs> I mean, if they be call journalists, me, so me, I'll report from home. Do no, I have call to be me, no, no, no. We, we need that in the Call bit. me Anthony, Anthony Al Ben Him. Hey, mm-hmm. man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's my new name, <laughs> Anthony Al Ben Him. You hear me? All hey, right, man. I, I can't go over there. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get mixed, man. You know what they do to journalists out there when they do too much research. Anywho, uh, Claytis, who do you think owns the sport, man, right now from what you see in the game? Because you have a good point of view being a Bayern fan with their 50 and plus one rule that they're trying to incorporate fans to be owners. And then, of course, you also are a Chelsea fan where they have the modern style. So who do you feel owns the sport right now? The money owns the sport. To be quite honest. And who has the money, man? Who has it? The money has the money. You know who has the money. Yeah. But, and it's sick because even recently in Germany, um, Carl's Hans Rummenegger and even, um, what's his name? Um, Vatsel, whatever, over at um, BVB, their owner, and some of the guys, they got together. They were trying to propose a plan of, you know, trying to set more foreign investors so that way they get more tv rights and you know better marketing and more players in the league and that just shows that you know it's getting a little bit difficult for all the other leagues to compete 
with the the Qatar money, the Saudi money, you know, the Russian oil money, the the Fugazi American money, you know, it's it's hard to compete when you're conducting genuine business and you have teams getting funded, you know, 100 million, 200 million a year to spend on players. So it's very it's very competitive, but we're going to see, man, because at the end of the day, you could buy players, but if they're not lifting those trophies, <coughs> PSG, you know, there's not much you could do. At the end of the day, you got to win. They win the French League. Not that They didn't lift the trophy. I saw this yeah. celebration, man, you know. I, I didn't see the Champions League being lifted. Well, so, you know, that's a different – oh, that's the only trophy that matters. Oh, yeah. That's the trophy that they're, you know, the they're, they're buying, they're trying to buy. They're all trying to buy the Champions League, so – well, teach them how to do it. You bought it before. You know, we, we bought it and we want it off, off the huff, you know. We're, we're like that. We like that. But to be honest, you know, like at, at the end of the day, as as football evolved, if you're not winning, you're not winning. You're not going to stay relevant. You're going to lose money. And, you know, the Qataris, the Saudis, they're going to take their money elsewhere. That's just how it goes. I think right now niggas are just trying to find ways to to so what's the what's the word um funnel their money you know and they're doing it through sports yeah I feel like the people that own the sport really are the federations UEFA FIFA they run the game that's who this war is between. And that's what I had to realize. As you guys know, the, the panel here and the audience out there, we were having conversations about, oh, what's more valuable, Champions League or the World Cup? I was just playing propaganda games. I didn't even realize I was a pawn because realistically, they're both the pinnacle of the sport, but in different aspects. Of course, one is the club, one is the international. But we've seen recently that the Champions League's influence has gotten bigger, and that's why UEFA wants to make a Club World Cup. They're trying to make their own Champions League. It's going to be in the U.S. 2025, a 32-team tournament. What else is 32 teams? Oh, yeah, the World Cup. Oh, yeah, the Champions League. Oh, yeah, what else is expanding now? Oh, yeah, the World Cup, the Champions League, to get more teams. That's who is controlling everything. They made up these nations leagues. They made up all these tournaments to burn out the players without giving them more money. They're the ones who control the leagues right now. Or yeah, the, the sport. UEFA and FIFA. Even FIFA, they were feeling themselves so much. EA Sports had to tell them to fall back. We can still make this game without your name. <laughs> and now we're hearing that they're trying to get other people to develop the game, but the licensing fee is too much. If you see how Infantino's been moving, Cletus, I know that's your boy. He is moving ugly right now in the streets. He looks like a snake salesman, man. Very, very desperate. The boy <laughs> <laughs> and brother, hey, Anthony, if he was an American, he would be a gemstone the way he's moving right now. That brother's trying to, hey! he's trying to make, he's hey! trying to make deals. Hey. Hey, man. That's shysty. 
Yeah. He's moving like baby Billy. He's moving like Uncle Baby Billy. Nah, man. I'm sorry, but Eli Gemstone selling them Y2K buckets. Yeah. And the brother and his brother-in-law. Like, hey man, I need that money. Hey, Ephraim, it's good. Hey, Ephraim. I heard, yeah, I've heard good things. I watched like the first three episodes. Just know they hustle. They hustle different right now. I could really reference that. That last couple of episodes like that. Yeah, man. Baby <laughs> Billy, he gotta pick up that show, man. We need it, bro. <laughs> but, Bringing people back from, from the dead, right? Yeah, that's how it fits. Tito's moving. Mom's on the Tupac, the Tupac contract, man. Don't be surprised if we see Pele at the Copa America next year. All right. That's all I'm saying, man. Hey. I'm gonna walk out with Brazil, get, man. Gotta get, to get a legends a legends world cup now. Yeah, man. Next but <laughs> So that's that's what I'm seeing controls the sport. UEFA and FIFA, they have this war going on, and we're all casualties of it. As fans, players, owners, we're all at, at the whim of UEFA and FIFA. That's why these clubs try to create the Super League to take power away from UEFA. FIFA were backing it in the in the you know in the shadows because they want a power away from UEFA, but didn't work out. But uh Anthony, how do you feel about the sport right now and the way it's going with the money and financial fair play? Because uh, who who got hit up with financial fair play recently? It was a uh, you guys were under surveillance, right? United, nah, United, yeah. United just got hit with it on all for the care about cup. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? somebody else did too. Though. Funny how uh, huh? all for the yeah. care about cup. <laughs> Man, <it wasn't>, uh, <laughs> whoever, whoever else got hit for it just just ain't cheat right because they ain't they ain't do no winning so we we don't even know their names you know what i'm saying we i still got 115 pending charges over my head we good you hear me but dan i agree with you about the the state of the sport and how it is ran by the two uh giant entities fifa uefa um because we were just talking maybe i guess a couple of episodes ago about how america treated the uh nations league as their top competition even though it's new in europe and it's like why oh to give america a trophy that's equivalent to that in europe and it's like oh they won it too and all that's a part of the propaganda of who runs the sport in general um but with that you got the extreme of at first me being new to the sport the neymars and those big deals now you got Mbappe's, his his deal could be earth shattering, but that's all in it, for the players who Mbappe thinking about man. I, in this one year, I can make this much money, but I'll still be playing an insane amount of matches. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, let me look out for me, my my future self, my future family, and players may have to think like that because soccer already has a a quick lifespan, but depending on how good you are and uh how how passionate you are because it's it's so demanding it's almost like being a running back but you're you're a a a football player you know what i'm saying like you're you're actually just you could either get banged up or just tossed away or discarded so go after that money because these two entities are they're moving without you you know what i'm saying like i was in the military i already know what it's like to be a part of a machine you know what i'm saying and hey next man up you know what i'm saying we're gonna find a wonder kid i'm gonna find a Hey y'all! Hey, watch out, man! Hey, y'all, football manager people. I was talking to Dan. It, it, it 
and and crawl and stretch the line a little boy watching. You know what I'm saying? Because you can find you're gonna find you somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just scouting. Yeah, they just scouting. Somebody yeah, go next man scouting. up. Hey, I got a new database. I got a new database, guys. <laughs> I've been playing. They got two joints, uh, mods, championship manager, 97, 98 roster, and the championship manager, 0304 roster. And I've been looking up, like, you know, just old message boards. And I like, just to see how good has football manager been at identifying talent. Guys. I did my Googles. I was on this message board in 2004. Man, they was finding them wonder kids, Anthony. One dude dude said, this is, like I said, this 2004. One dude said, if you go to Argentina, they have these two guys you might be interested in. One is named Ramadal Falcao, and another one is Carlos Tevez. I said, hey, man, they were finding these wonder kids back then. I was like, why is why who who the hell makes these games and why do they know these kids are gonna be good? Hey, one one joint that got me spooked though is I saw a joint that was like, hey man, Arsenal fans, you heard of Colo? Check out his little brother Yaya. I said, hey man, and I looked at the date. It said January third, two thousand four. I said, hey man, don't be telling me about Yaya Torre in 04, man. That's spooky, but anywho, anywho. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, hey, man, Anthony is gonna get dangerous. Football manager 2025 when they incorporate ladies, and I'm looking at 16 year olds in Colombia. FBI, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to scout for my team. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. Next person up, man. No or relations, no relations. No, no, no. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to take hey, it. Here's a connection. Wayne Rooney said he's still he's gonna use he's using that now. So hey man, he's looking too. So we hey, gotta hey, hey. I'm gonna have to put a hard Rooney, stop on all y'all. When it comes to Rooney, the way I saw him walk at the skills challenge, I'm not over that. He was he he be in the streets, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was having the pimp walk with the hand wave, like he he pimping out. I seen him in the cut. He hit the security guard with a sick death. I asked the security guard. I was like, "Hey, man." He was like, "You know who that?" He's like, "Yeah, that's the coach. He cool, man." I was like, "Hey, man, don't be telling me that's the coach. He cool." I was like, "Hey, man, he do be outside with the security, hey, man." (laughs) Was moving next at the at the skills challenge, okay? Yeah, he was, he was, but Mark, Marcus, how can we get the power away from these corporations, man? Do we have a choice? I mean, do we have power as fans and media? Or is it just the money will always control the money and it's nothing we can do about it? I'm sorry, when it comes to the game of uh, football, soccer, whatever we want to call it, I don't really think we can... Um get grips away from FIFA because what is that? All they did when they had the case against them was just replace the board, replace everybody in charge. So unless everybody stopped buying jerseys, stopped going to games, which I don't think is going to happen in a unified, um, like in a unified like assembly or some type of uh, deal, I think it's just always going to be like this. And kind of like the echo what you guys are saying, it's always to the highest bidder. Um, at one time it was Putin. Right now is I mean, recently it was the guys in Qatar. 
I mean, next is going to probably be the guys in, in Saudi. But the thing also, too, is will the Saudis continue to have longevity or will they be like the Japanese League burnout in five, in five to six years and have to sell away some of these top players that they're getting? And then we look at we have a deal where these older guys are trying to come back to Europe. Like so, um, but yeah, on that topic, right? You said I don't think we have a a choice, honestly. Um, maybe if we get a better president and not this old guy that looks like a character off of hot Harry Potter, um, we can we we may could get some someone that can't be as corrupt, but I don't think so. Like like you said before, it's the highest bidder. So no. Hey man, I hear you. Well, speaking of the money controlling everything, Ephraim, <laughs> why don't you let us know what the streets rumors are on the latest transfers as we get closer to the season? It hey man, about two and a half weeks away. First game, August eleventh. We almost there, y'all. Almost, yeah, no doubt. We already hit a couple big ones already. You talked about Kylian Mbappe going to to uh, what Al Halal, um, but reports are he may not be doing that. So um, we talked about Kane going to Bayern. Uh, one thing I'll add about that is that uh, you know the brass, the owner, uh, told Daniel Levy, "You gotta, you gotta sell him. If, you, if he's not signing, sell him." So it's pretty official now, it seems. Uh, let's start with Manchester City this time. Anthony, as with all you guys, chime in whenever when I talk when we talk about certain teams. Let's start with City. You already kind of hinted on it too. Vardyol, is he is he coming or not? Like, how's that looking? Uh, apparently, there's some some bonus disagreements. So that seems like that might be the only thing that's kind of holding it back. So it looks like it's going to happen, but it's like when and what are they going to do to kind of get to the to the bonuses? Um, Cancelo, I know. Uh, Anthony kind of waxed lyrical already about having him back, so he's <laughs> he, he looks like he might be back for the time being. Um, so that's good news, I guess, for uh, the diversity of the left back, full back, winger, whatever he's going to be. From so, we need to get him out of there so Rico Lewis can play more. That's what we, we need. need the, the new Philip Long. That's right. That's right. That's what we need. We need that that new guy. Yeah, Anthony. We know you love him. Um, Kyle Walker. He might be going to Bayern. Apparently, Pep said he was irreplaceable. That's his quote. Uh, said he wants to fight for him because he knows Bayern's going to fight, fight for him. Fight for him, hey, man. Yeah. He's the same man you told the world that that boy don't got the class to be an inverted fullback. Now you want to fight for him? He hey. wants to fight for him. He's 33, by the way. So just let you guys know he's he's getting up there as far as uh, uh, football in age. So he is 33. I'm not saying he's past his prime, but, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry to, but I, ah, I just want to mention this real quick, Claytis. If I'm if I'm making this up, correct me because I read that he this pursuit of Kyle Walker is pissing off the Bayern players mm -hmm. because Bayern has a historic policy of not giving anyone over 32 or one year or mm -hmm. just the one year deals. They even gave. Muller one-year deals and they offering Kyle Walker two years with an option and yeah, yeah. Is that true that the players are getting offended by that I mean I'm not gonna try to make it too big of a deal but it's the same thing with Harry Kane when I was saying earlier about offering him a five-year contract is like you know some of the guys who've been there kind of 
you know, to them it was a slap in the face. And I think it was more so um, something from, you know, that guy, Brazo, um, that was kind of being enforced. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, let's go ahead and just get Walker for a nice little two years. And, you know, let, let, let's keep it moving. All right, let's jump off to Liverpool. We just talked about Fabinho a little bit. Um, it seems like the dogs might be the problem. I don't know how true that is. But he looks like he could be on his way to El Etihad. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I think it was a $50 million uh, or $50 million pound bid for him. I uh, wish it's 40. It's 40 or oh, it's pound. Okay, so maybe it's $50 million um, uh, dollars then if it's 40 million pounds. Uh, you guys had a Lavia uh, bid rejected. Uh, you guys look like y'all bid forty million for him. Southampton look like they're trying to go for around fifty million pounds or so. Uh, so you guys are leading the race for him, though. Apparently, so Liverpool looks like they may be leading the race for him. Um, Mars, I did want to ask you since we're in this transfer thing, what is your thoughts on uh, what uh, Fabio Carvalho said about uh, Jurgen Klopp and his communication with him? Oh, I didn't see the comments. What what was said? If you can relay those. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna paraphrase, but basically, he's he hasn't really been talking to him about his role at the club. He hasn't really said anything. Uh, Carvalho kind of flipped it into a positive thing, saying it was like, yeah, it might be good for my career. It might be good for me as a player. And I'm paraphrasing again, but you know, like to to not have that conversation to kind of do something else because right now he's at Arbe Leipzig, so. I don't know. He seemed like a phenomenal young talent when he first came up with, like, was last year, the year before, when he started coming on uh, as a sub? Well, no, we had signed him last year. Um, Fulham, right? Yeah, so it'll take that info. I mean, to be quite honest, I like Fabio. I think he probably is the next best thing for Portugal. But the problem with him and Harvey Elliott, since they're still in their young early 20s or late teens because I think they're 19 or 20 or something like that they haven't fully developed so they can't really play in the midfield and I think this loan move to be quite honest was the best move for him he can go up there and become what Dominic was like go do that and then you can earn your spot back or honestly because he's so young he can come back or shit he can get sold and go somewhere else I mean, I would prefer him to come back, but I mean, because the re- midfield midfield rebuild is on the way. And even if Fab come, stays, I think that will only be a one year thing, because yeah. I think even if we keep Fab, like the deal, what's the call it? Because I'm looking at it, they saying that he might. If I look at the practice tomorrow, he back. I don't think that deal gonna be getting finished. So. Lavia still would come in. I think that he would be more of the alternate then, and then he would just learn on the fab. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're also linked with Paulinia from uh, Fulham as well. So that could be a replacement for uh, Fabinho if he does go. Um, also being said that uh, Paulinia had the most yellow cards in the league last season. So just giving that a hit, throw that out there too. Um, Arsenal looks like you guys are leading the uh, race for uh, Muhammad Kudus. Um, no, no, Chelsea is man. Chelsea yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, 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 don't promote that. It's, and it's, it's, and I, hey, I'm not mad at it because I, I mean, I think both I, of you are Muhammad Kudus, but he's injury prone and he just got hurt today. So let him go to Chelsea and sit down. 
turn it the new Bob Realistically, I, I don't I don't see where he's gonna be fitting in. Not not fitting in, but I don't have a a, a desire and a real need for him right now. But yeah, you see him at? He's gonna be your Mason Mount. Yeah, where would he play? I, I, I feel that too. I'm also thinking about that with, with uh, Arsenal. If he did go to Arsenal, where would he play? Like, what, what position would you see him at, Dan? At Arsenal, he would be uh, Saka's backup. At Chelsea, they might make that man the Ghanaian Mason Mount. Put hey, him bro, he ain't going to replace no sauce Martinelli? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, he don't really play on the left. Yeah, he, he's left-footed. He likes to be, you know... You know, no one wants to be a traditional winger anymore, so he don't really play on the left. So Martinelli, I saw a funny joke speaking to him. Sorry to derail it too much, but one there was like someone was mentioning a Brazilian player, and they said, is he Neymar Brazilian or Martinelli Brazilian? I said, oh, man, that's the class now they trying to say because you already know which one has flavor and which one don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, real quick, while I got you on here, Dan, like, what you, what are you thinking for, uh, as far as uh, Belagoon? Do you, you want to keep him? Do you want to do you want to sell him? Apparently, there's a fifty million dollar uh, fifty sell million. Sell that guy. Pound. Okay. Sell okay. that guy immediately. I don't need him at my club. Hey, I'm tired of these ungrateful brats. They have one good year in France. They think they nice. Aubameyang ain't about to score twenty five goals in Marseille, man. That league means nothing to me. That's why. I think we'll talk about this next week. Best player in the world right now. It's an interesting conversation. I don't think there's a best player in the world right now because mm. you could argue the best player in the world right now is wearing all pink. Anthony, you know, he's moving like Ken right now. Mm. <laughs> uh, a couple quick notes on Arsenal before we go. Oh, go ahead. A couple quick notes. And he is. Number ten. I, I saw Barbie. <laughs> I, saw I heard it was good though. I heard it was good though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, couple quick, more quick notes, real quick. Karen Tierney might be going to Newcastle or Celtic. Looks like they're maybe vying for a signature. And hey, uh, hey, Celtic ain't got the money we looking for, man. Newcastle, <laughs> come was... get this boy. <laughs> and William Salabo signs a new four-year deal with you guys, so. I know that's a positive. That I know you guys rated him last season. So, um, on to United real quick. Uh, Force uh, now they have Force signed Anthony uh, Alenga. Uh, they want Dean Henderson. Looks like they want him on loan with maybe an obligation to buy. Uh, McGuire looks like he might be trying to fight for his position. Nothing really moving on that. Uh, McTominay, uh, Marcus's favorite guy on United, looks like they're trying to get rid of him for forty million pounds or so. Um, other than that, they're still trying to talk about getting uh, Rasmus Hoyland. Price tag is pretty high, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Chelsea, play this. Your guys. I'm Take looking for a striker. Anybody got a striker? <laughs> yeah, Balogun. Hey, hey, hold Balogun. on. Hold on, yeah, there you go. hold on, Clay. You want in Ketia? He's from your academy, right? That, you want that, that brother that's that playing up top, that dude is deadly, bro. Oh, uh, uh, that one I just got from um from uh Spain, right? Yeah, that black brother right there, yeah. bro. Yeah. Relax, bro. Let let yeah. watch, watch. Did you not see how he made that dude finally get a damn goal? Yeah, Modric. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I still need a, a solid number nine. 
Oh yeah, he did. It might be your solid number nine though. No Pepe. No Pepe. I'm putting. I'll put bread on it. I, Ella, you know what? We might need a future bet on that one. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> ten goals on his name if if Poach play this motherfucker. Yeah, we should talk about that. Wow, look at Anthony's moving. Yeah, you can't <laughs> put that on YouTube. <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> yeah. All right, real quick, let's finish this up with the with the this, transfer. This will go on Patreon in three years, man, for the check, man. That's a sick cut. And look how he looked out the window, man. He's a sick villain, man. <laughs> Enjoying the skyline, right? It was just some lightning and thunder in my fault, man. I had to look outside. <laughs> so, real quick, I'll finish it up real quick with Chelsea. Uh, 70 million uh, pound bid for Moises Caicedo. Looks like it's rejected. Brighton might want uh, about 100 million for him instead. Um, Pound Gallagher, looks like he's on his way out, maybe. West Ham might want to bid for him, 40 million or so. Um, and we talked about Kuz being uh, um, pulled into Chelsea's ranks as well, so that could happen. Uh, the only question I have is, what's up with Lukaku, Chelsea? That's only, I mean, uh, that's the only thing I got for you, players. I mean, you know where I stand with it. I, I'm welcoming with open arms because, like I said, I need a striker. I'm pretty sure Pochettino could get something out of him. You don't got to start every game, but I'm pretty sure we could get something out of him. So, yeah. Either that or he's still going to have to continue to try to find a team. But, you know, he has to report back in a few days. So we'll see. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your help with the transfers. But, yeah, that's it, Dan. Salute. I appreciate that. Now, Marcus hey, might, have, might have to rebrand this and call this Marcus's messy minute. I don't know. Hey, I don't know, man. He might take over the show. How you feeling, man? Hey man, we're gonna give you a quick live update. First off, we gotta give you that intro. Welcome to the MLS Minute, man. Oh man, oh man. We in that shitty period of the season with the MLS. It's League Cup time, all July, all up into August. And um, yeah, right now we got Miami versus Atlanta United. And you know that's my squad, man, if you've been listening. But still, it's the goat watch. <laughs> and um, it's getting embarrassing, bro. Um, I had to look up the record for um the most goals in the MLS. And at first it was uh Joseph Martinez, his current teammate, with 30 uh with 32, but um v- Vela broke it with 35. So if they actually counted these uh league cup goals. Your boy Messi is already at three. Um, also, we let's just go ahead. I'm going to just go in depth with this League Cup game because I was watching as we've been potting. Um, the fact, the Messi factor is there. Um, Joseph Martinez already already has become his Aguero. 
Um, Busquets is jogging on the pitch. Um, and like I said, the Messi effect has came about because uh, Ryan Taylor, two goals on the game, looking impressive, looking like a shittier Walmart version. No, let me go back. Kmart version of Neymar. Yeah. And he couldn't be Walmart version. No, 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 no. That's a little bit, that's a little bit too much. You see your man Tata too. You see what he's yeah. doing out there. So Make it move I really, with his hands. He's telling them directly. I, I didn't want to say this, but uh like I said in the chat, this right now is the Tata Martinez Barcelona rebuild and the revenge tour. Okay. My man's has, like I told Clavis this week, he got another DP slot. How? How they already breaking rules and they talking about they calling Suarez? Yeah, they bring it in. They said, hey, man, we saw you scoring those goals in Brazil, man. Come over here. Huh? What's going on? David Beckham, let me know. What's going on? They Norm talking about some... I'm you sorry. Get, go How ahead. Many I think designated it, player slots are there normally. I think the rules is changing because I last year I read you was only supposed to get three. It's only supposed to get three, but uh, we already got Messi, Busquets, and um, I'm here. They talking about they about to get Iniesta. They got Jordi Alba. Yeah, they got Jordi Alba already. Jordi Alba. So yeah. help me yeah, make it make it make sense. It don't make sense. It don't make Danny Alves wasn't in jail. He'd probably be there too. No, he, he's on his he's on his way too. I ah uh, you're sicko. Um, but yeah, that's that's as far as I want to go with that game. Um, we really not gonna cover the league cup, but we will be having the messy moment because they advancing. Atlanta United not coming back. Pineda, you need to go next week. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a ski mask rant for Boca. It's about time we talk, bro. Um, uh, but yeah, man, before we get on up out of here with that MLS minute, let's go ahead. Uh we're gonna have the fellas join in again because we gotta cover the game and we gotta cover some comments that were made post-game by our coach. We're gonna cover that MLS All-Stars versus Arsenal. Now I'm going to give my first off, and then we're going to welcome the fellas in. I had – what I had questions about was the tactics. He started Benteke and two other strikers, Henry <laughs> Mektar and my brother from LAFC. I cannot pronounce his name, but he's dead. Uh, he's dude – Buanga? Yeah, Buanga. Thank yeah. you. That brother does not play out wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brother crazy. has no pace. Okay. Benteke has no pace. Yeah. But you're playing a 4-3-3 against a team that's practicing tactics on you. We seeing <laughs> dudes that will never play for Arsenal on the pitch. Kiwar. Who is hey man, he go play. He go play board, man. We got to be January. Yeah. He's he's the guy we should have played instead of Rob Holden. Maybe we would have won the league, but that's another <laughs> story for another day. It's a lot, lot of brothers out there that were looking questionable. Uh, I'm gonna give y'all a stat, a, a key stat that I saw. There was only one shot on target for the U.S. the whole game. Um, yeah, like I said, it was crazy tactics. It looked pretty shitty. Even little Messi couldn't save him. 
Little Messi can't save Atlanta United today. He can't save the All Stars the other week, fellas. Uh, Dan, what did you think about the game? Since that is your squad, uh, it was interesting. It looked like Arsenal were playing kind of like a three-one-four-two when they were in possession. Uh, Gabriel Jesus and Ketia as the front two. Eddie was also playing more on the wing. That was a little weird. Of course, he didn't score, but Gabriel Jesus did. Uh, Saka was the man of the match because <laughs> that brother's just amazing. Uh, I thought the game was interesting tactically just to see what Arsenal wants to do, you know, trying to see how Timber would work in that inverted fullback role. Seeing Declan Rice and Partey work together was nice because yeah, we can't let we, even though he has allegations we still need him man because our midfield is dodgy without him El Nenny, he should never touch my pitch again um you know but uh Trussard looked good too uh it was a nice goal by Havertz I think he'll be all right in that role um the replacing Granite Shaka will be interesting because we won't have that physicality but overall, I thought it was a cool game. It was a nice experience. It was interesting that uh, the majority of the fans seemed to be Arsenal down. I know we got a big fan base, but I thought more MLS people would hold it down. But I, I didn't know we were that powerful out here. Whoa, hey, Ephraim said, why you, Ephraim said, why you think that? Yeah, come on, man. You know how it is, especially with Premier League clubs. If they if they come to the U.S., people want to take off their MLS jerseys and put on their uh, they, uh, Premier League kit, so... <laughs> oh man uh oh e what did you what were your thoughts my bad i was uh reviewing those uh wayne rooney comments but but what were yeah. your thoughts on the on that game that's funny that's exactly what i was doing i was looking at those comments to see what he was saying uh i mean look we talked about it in the chat like like you you got a team that's that's got an established system and philosophy going up against a ragtag group of, of players from a, a league that, let's be honest, a lot of people don't really rate that high. Um, coming together, I mean, that you're never going to really, even if Wayne Rooney, you know, he talked about having not having enough time or not wanting to practice on the mall because he, did, he wanted, you know, to, for the technical part of it or tactical part of it. Even if you had that time, come on, man. Arsenal, they went second in the Premier League last season. They played a certain style. They're going to play that same style against this team. They're they're basically shoring up like whatever like issues they have in their style. They're you're going to use the MLS All Star team as that as that cannon fodder basically. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised that they routed them. Really um, surprised that the MLS All Star team only got one shot on goal. I am surprised about that. That was a hell of a stat. But um, nah, the five nil route. Basically, the MLS All-Star game is like a reverse homecoming game. You're about <laughs> to play the European team, and you know you're going to get dogged out, get the check, and, and smile. Right. Because it's once the they reverted bro. from the east to west, and they wanted it to be yeah. against a known team in Europe, you already know, like you said, Ephraim, you're set up to lose. You're going against it's established not- teams. Right. Now, let's, now, if Arsenal had like a coaching change or they're trying to install a different philosophy, maybe they might have a chance. But you're talking about Arteta been there for what, four years now? Three or four years now? Mm-hmm. Installing that system and philosophy? No chance. I'm sorry. 
I was I would say uh my my metaphor would be uh it seemed like the Harlem Globe Trotters versus the Generals. It gave a valid effort first 20 minutes, and then we knew what was gonna happen. Jesus with that early banger. Uh who else we got goals from? We got a goal from we got a penalty from Jorginho. We got Tizar playing midfield getting goals off a late run. And we got a no sauce Martinelli goal, and we ended it with Kai. Like it was perfect for them to, that night, honestly. But uh, Anthony, did you uh, what was your thoughts on the uh, MLS All Star game, Marcus? I look to you for information on these kind of things. <laughs> My only MLS event. <laughs> My only MLS event was the skills challenge I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I yeah. didn't watch it. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't notice. Hey, Anthony, you dropped that video of uh, the Tottenham homie getting banged up for inside trading. Oh, I Lewis, when I saw that ego, I thought it was free bands. I didn't know it was the Department <laughs> of Justice. No, yeah, it's the real bird, Department of Justice. Yeah, coming after him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insider training. They got him, Tottenham's owner. Hey man, and y'all don't have money for transfers, but you still making illegal money moves. Hey man, what's going on? That's why you said that's how that's much why you said, Let's hey, that's how much they losing. He's getting indicted in America. It's mm. a whole another continent indicting you. That's crazy, man. That's that's a <laughs> and you will get extradited. This ain't like Brazil, like how Rabinho can hide away from his rape charge because they don't extradite. But that's another story for another day. Hey, let's keep it on the MLS minute. And before we get up this all-star game, I want Clay to defend his boy Benteke, and I want him to defend <laughs> what? Wayne what? Rooney's what? comments. Your big brother went you on Rose Bar this weekend. I thought I saw you I got popping. Hey, I got man. a question for Marcus after this, too, for MLS, though. Hey, man, during the skills challenge, I saw Benteke show the world his talent, which was not doing anything. Even in a drill where they remember the drills of three people where the first dude was supposed to pull the ball, pass it, and then you shoot it. He was grabbing the ball with his hands. He was grabbing the ball and rolling it to his man to shoot. That told me everything I needed to, to know. That was the best $15 I spent in quite a long time. Okay. I'm not defending that that huff. What I would defend is Wayne Rooney being outside. And I pray that I could catch him outside one day. Because what I saw in that walk, I, it changed me. I came home to watch all Rooney highlights. Oh my guy, man. You know where you can find him, man. He's old school. Adams Morgan, man. Go to Arlington and walk down on him, man. Go to Crystal City. That's where he'd be posted at. I mean, I'm in Crystal City. I'll be, I'll be right down the street. I'll I know. Be- it's around the corner, bro. I'll be at the wharf for real for because he'd be at the wharf. Yeah, so see? Hey, man. Don't do hey, man. Wait, Rudy's still married, right? Hey, man. You can't you can't let out all this stuff, man. Hey, man. I don't know if I can have Clay back on the MLS minute here. I had a time out. He watching. Wayne Rooney highlights. What 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 the hell going on? And then, yeah, but, I've always said. I mean, I've always said Wayne Rooney is the English Thomas Muller. So I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's the coach. He's he's my coach right now. I got I got to make sure my coach, you know, was was back in form before he's coaching me now. 
True, true. And what you got for me? Two questions. Uh, it's a two-parter, I guess. So first thing, nobody's expecting Messi to do anything this year in the MLS, right? Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. And that leads to my second part. And that's because there's no relegation in this league. So now that there's no relegation in the MLS, we're already seeing a taste of, I guess, a fun, messy, a old boost guest jogging around. They're they're almost back to their schoolyard days. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we just here to win. They're going to win the <laughs> league like next year. It's, yeah, it's not like a loss means we we going down this is a l you know what i'm saying we mm-hmm. we've been through tough l so we could just win the next match and then keep winning you know what i'm saying so with with that being said are we going to see a a new um level of messi maybe busquets and everybody else because there's that that pressure isn't there and we may see that real like retirement ball and it's like man dang they out there making this look like a old school like a old all-star game you know what I'm saying? one of them like Ronaldinho matches that he be in now. You know what I mean? Hey, Anthony, it can get so spooky. Imagine if Luis Enrique struggles at PSG and gets fired. Man, that nigga about to go to Miami, man. Start his <laughs> career at Inter-Miami. Hey, man, it can get spooky. They're going to turn Miami into Barcelona again. I ain't going to lie. I would say this. I think Tata won't get replaced. I don't think Tata will get replaced. I think it's kind of a it's kind of oh, did, a buddy did you hear deal. what I said, Marcus? I said he's gonna join into Miami as the Twitch oh, streamer. He's gonna be oh, the oh, oh. social media <laughs> account manager, man. That's what Lucho wants. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I think they're gonna plug him in for that. Uh, but yeah, right now they only got eighteen wins. Um, and DC is in ninth, so, and they got thirty. So yeah, um, that ain't gonna really. That ain't gonna not not wins, but points rather, excuse me. And that ain't gonna work, excuse me, my bad. DC can still wins. win the cup though. Yeah, they about to win oh, yeah, that yeah. Cup. They about to win yeah. the FA Cup, that US Open Cup. Yeah, they can get that league cup, low key. Because a lot of teams be playing their second team. And um, kind of like how you said to answer your question, yeah, I do think this will continue to be old school park ball because what's so funny, it's like the old, it's like it's kind of like when P when he first went to PSG, everybody just passed Messi the ball. They look to pass Messi the ball. They are it's looking to for Busquets to pass him the ball. It's only certain people that's making runs, and that's why I said that rub is is only gonna work for certain people. Joseph Martinez might look good like how he did with uh with Atlanta. This Ryan Taylor dude might continue to excel, but if they continue to add pieces like Suarez, maybe they shit. Who knows? Neymar might get hurt again. Or Neymar might just say, F it. Let me go to the MLS. Like, it could open – I do think Messi being there could open up a door. Sorry to say it. Inter-Miami could be the senior citizen team and the senior citizen team that will wash your ass So with, te- with, with technical ability. So if they keep young people in that team, I do think that next year they will make noise. I don't think they're going to be the top team in the league, but they'll, they'll be top four. They won't be stressing over making the playoffs. And man, we're gonna get on up out of here with that MLS minute. We're gonna keep that messy watch on lock. And until next time, man, you already know what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep them pinkies up. And then what we got next? Hey man, I also have another messy update. 
uh, one of DJ Khaled's sons were the mascots before the match, and he was shedding tears. Like, oh, Lord, couldn't believe I'm this close to the God Messi. Oh, Lord, he was crying. Couldn't believe it. Messi was consoling him. Then I, I saw Messi score a goal. He's hitting niggas with, with little with little sensu beams. I don't know what's going on, man. And then, and then I saw, you know who's the happiest brother I've ever seen, guys? Might as well start, hey, man. I, I'm going to go the other way. We're doing reverse. In the club, all stars first. Because that, that, hey, man, my in the club, all stars. Is that boy? The Brazilian national team and David, the Brazilian women's national team and David Beckham. Oh, my God. David Beckham, guys, that brother is happy. He's getting so much money. I just I saw him. He was talking to Messi's miles. Oh, yeah, I forgot he can speak Spanish. This brother was a Real Madrid done. <laughs> He's having fun. He's walking around speaking in flipping languages. He's speaking French with some homies, speaking Spanish with some homies, dropped in his English. His wife is over there smiling. You know, they go everywhere like it's the prime. <laughs> Always got to be dressed up to the nines. Salute to David Beckham. Him joining the MLS in 2004, still reaping benefits two decades later. That's a real businessman. Salute. <laughs> Who, who's your in the club all-star, Anthony? For, for as long as I got him, man, Cancelo. Oh, Sorry. my days. All right. Man. On, man. Yeah, man. He is sick, I saw, David, I saw David Beckham crying in the club, too, man. Yeah, he was, was, man. He was happy. He was <laughs> so happy. I, I I toasted I toasted with him for for changing the league, man. He's he's like a a, a kingmaker, some Game of Thrones type stuff. He may be like Littlefinger. You know, and uh, to be honest, yeah, he's another brother with a bigger impact in America than Pele. That's another story for another day. But uh, uh, Ephraim Uzier in the club all star. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the whole women's World Cup. Just for getting that thing going, getting that thing started, and of course. The U.S. women's national team as well. So uh, that's who's in the club with me. Nice, nice. Claytis, who you in the club with? Just off the fact that he's finessing America the way he is, the dynamic duo of Lionel Messi and David Beckham, definitely in the club. For sure, for sure. Hey, I also forgot I have to salute Linda Caicedo, the 18-year-old young lady for the Colombian national team scored in the under 17, under 18 and the women's world cup all this year. Also got a salute her. Uh, Marcus, who you in the club with? And we deep. Um, since you pick, you pick a uh, Khaled from that box. I'm a, and Beckham. I'm going to go ahead and bring gigs and Diddy because Diddy tried to pull that LeBron. On oh, when you second. said gigs, the UK rapper. Yeah, I don't know how he in the box with Messi. I mean, with um, with Diddy and um, Khaled. Kind of confused on that one. I mean, hey, um, you know, you you got to be with the landlord, man. And um, I'm like you said, I'm in there with Busquets, Messi, Diddy, Giggs, Beckham. Uh, we bringing Trent because I need Beckham and Messi and Busquets to teach this brother. Go ahead, let that let that shit rub off, bro. Like, get some knowledge, bro. You came back buff. I need you to get that knowledge. So yeah, that's who I'm in the club with. We deep for sure, for sure. Now my champagne goal of the week, it's got to be um the third goal Brazil scored in the Women's World Cup against Panama. 
It was amazing build up, one touch, back heel, boom, rocket goal. It was it was so smooth. Um, Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? Uh, mine was going to be uh, <laughs> it was going to be Messi's first goal, but I think that's too easy. I mean, but it, it was. I mean, he won the game, so it's hard not to sit there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a banger. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So one of the game in that na- uh, Nations League, uh, well, not Nations League, the uh, what's it called? This this tournament, League's Cup. So yeah, League's Cup. Heard. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to bring in um, young lady from uh, the U.S. team. First goal of the uh, first goal for them. Sophia uh, Smith. Yeah. So yeah, she's nice. Yeah, I think she scored what two goals? I think. So yep. shout out to her for hers. I'm giving. I'm gonna give it the first one though uh, for my in the club. Uh, excuse me for my champagne goal of the week. Nice, nice. Ephraim. I mean, I say Ephraim. Sorry, Cletus. Goal of the week. I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to 007 because he's feeling himself. You know the Modric one too coming in. You know. Oh Lord, I was like 007. Who's that? And then I then he named his his Ukrainian spy. Okay. The 007 scamming spy. Yes, him. Hey man, you looking forward to that Ukraine All Star game coming up? <laughs> I was just about to bring it up, but yeah. we again. They got so, Wenger coach. I was like, hey man, they got Grandpa in this. Hey man, all right. Into another fundraiser at the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. <laughs> Anthony, what's your champagne goal of the week? It's a <clears throat> messy. No, Messi's goal. Game winner or the one today? I mean, he scored so many already. The game winner. I know, right? The game winner, the free kick. It was beautiful. For sure. They I heard they might have they might have had a robot operating the ball. That's what Claytis and them was saying, but I don't know. Uh Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Hey man, I've been watching a lot of preseason. Shout out to LFC Go. For that free code, you know, and I'm gonna get that thing to um, Dara Nunes, the uh, with our last one, the the Gerther Further. How you pronounce that, Clay? Give me, <laughs> help me out. Um, yeah, but I liked it the way Darwin had. He showed me with that number nine, his touch might be on point, and he is not Lukaku. He did an old Sadio Mane move. He had uh what was it? Uh Mo gave him the cutback pass. He did one touch pass to keeper back and then right past him. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. Darwin looking nice, looking crispy. I hope it continues. For sure, for sure. Now, this was a fun episode. Champagne sake, you already know we the best in the world. Seasons around the corner, but the action never stops. We got a fun preview around the corner, too, for the PL season and the European season overall. A lot of fun things coming up, maybe even skits, different things. Hey, be on the lookout. We'll be back next week. And before we leave, what we got to do, Marcus? Hey, man, until next time, keep them pinkies up, man. Ski. We fancy.
Or is it which what's the shot sexy red? Yeah. What's the sexy red joint? Yeah. 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 That's the new joint. Yeah. Yeah. He's the hottest shag in the, in the city. When I holla ski, then pull up. Hey man, all right, we out, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>